Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, all of you lovely people. Jules here for whatculture.com. And you know what? Hollywood is an extremely fickle beast at the best of times. We've seen time and time again that talent is only a small part of what allows an actor to become a hugely successful star. Things like good timing, successful marketing, and more than a little dash of luck are what catapulted most A-listers to reach those heights. Though in some cases, it's also the result of smart judgment when faced with a questionable project. These 10 actors, they all turned down roles that on paper would have netted them huge paydays and further boosted their career profiles, yet whatever their reasons for saying no, their standing in Hollywood was ultimately saved as a result. So let's make the best decision of our lives and crack on with this list. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 actors who saved their careers by turning down movie roles. Number 10. Russell Crowe turned down Cutthroat Island In the mid-90s, Russell Crowe was on the cusp of his big Hollywood breakthrough, largely due to the international attention he'd received for his acclaimed performance in the 1992 skinhead drama Romper Stomper. And so, as MGM was putting together their 1995 swashbuckling block Buster Cutthroat Island, Crow was offered the lead role of William Shaw, as was originally written for Michael Douglas. Crow ultimately passed on the part, which instead went to Matthew Modine, who hoped it would be his breakthrough into lead actor roles. Sadly, production on Rennie Harlan's tentpole was a disaster from the jump, with the budget quickly spiraling wildly out of control. But the real issue came with its actual release, where the film grossed a pathetic $10 million worldwide against its $98 million price tag. Cutthroat Island's failure caused Hollywood to leave pirate-themed movies well alone until Pirates of the Caribbean in 2003. Instead, Crow went on to try and find other work and two years later landed L.A. Confidential. And given that L.A. Confidential effectively put Crow on the A-list, turning down Cutthroat Island was the smartest decision of his entire career. Number 9. Jack Black turned down Son of the Mask Jack Black was certainly a well-known actor long before 2005, having had bit parts in countless 90s comedies and thrillers before becoming a comedy star in his own right throughout the early 2000s. But that trajectory was nearly stopped dead in its tracks when Black was offered the lead role in 2005's Son of the Mask, the $100 million sequel to Jim Carrey's legendary comic vehicle, The Mask. Despite the huge scale of the production and presumably fat resulting payday, Black turned down the role, which instead went to Jamie Kennedy. Son of the Mask was ultimately lambasted by critics and tanked at the box office, while Kennedy received two Razzie nominations for Worst Actor and Worst Screen Couple. 
Kennedy's career suffered a severe downturn as a result, and he hasn't had a major starring comedy movie role since, even appearing more recently in the straight-to-video-on-demand Tremors sequel. Black, meanwhile, went on to appear in Peter Jackson's King Kong instead, and in the years that followed became one of the most reliably bankable comedy actors in Hollywood, while also proving his dramatic chops in projects like Bernie and The Polka King. While we can't assume that Black would have definitely been Razzie-bound had he appeared in the film, Son of the Mask's failure would have absolutely hobbled his career in a totally devastating way. Number 8. Natalie Portman turned down Dirty Dancing Havana Nights Now don't feel bad if you didn't even know that there was a second Dirty Dancing movie released in 2004. This prequel to the classic 1987 dance romance flick ditched Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey, though Swayze did actually appear in a minor cameo in this film for which he was paid a stonking $5 million, but instead they went with new leads Diego Luna and Romola Garay. And the project was about as cynical and forgettable as you could expect. Bizarrely, Natalie Portman was initially offered the role of bookish lead Katie, but quite sensibly turned it down. Though Romola's career has relatively been solid since, even netting two Golden Globe nods for her performance in Emma and the Hour, the outcome for Portman could have been much more dire. Portman's standing in Hollywood was already extremely questionable at the time, given the disappointment of the first two Star Wars prequels, which Portman later admitted made producers assume that she was a horrible actress. Portman turned down Havana Nights and instead chose to star in Mike Nicholas's drama Closer, which in addition to being a commercial success, netted her a Best Supporting Actress Oscar nomination. It isn't exaggerating to say that the avalanche of three disappointing Star Wars movies combined with a Dirty Dancing prequel that nobody asked for would and could have been the death knell for Portman's career. However, Closer helped nudge her towards a slew of more worthy dramatic roles in the years that followed, especially V for Vendetta and Black Swan. Number 7. Tim Robbins Turned Down Soul Man The 1986 comedy Soul Man follows a young man who, in order to qualify for a college scholarship for black students, overdoses on tanning pills in order to change the colour of his skin. Yup. Though the film's heart is most definitely in the right place by drawing attention to the suffering of black people in everyday life, the decision to have white actor C. Thomas Howell don blackface was widely criticised, enough that it effectively derailed his promising leading man career confining him to supporting roles for most of the last 35 years. Yet the part nearly went to another actor entirely, with Tim Robbins initially offered the lead, which he ultimately had to turn down due to scheduling conflicts with his work on, wait for it, Howard the Duck. Needless to say, Robbins' career would have likely been haunted by appearing in blackface, just as Howell's is today, and may well have prevented him from winning juicy lead roles in the likes of Jacob's Ladder, The Player, The Hudsucker Proxy, and The Shawshank Redemption in the decade that followed. Number 6. Matthew McConaughey turned down $14.5 million to make another rom-com As much as Matthew McConaughey is accepted to be a terrific actor today, even having a Best Actor Oscar to his name, it wasn't too long ago that he was stuck in a rut of low-effort, high-paying rom-coms. However, the actor's career rejuvenation, affectionately referred to as the McConaissance, happened after he made the difficult decision to turn down another payday that most jobbing performers could only ever dream of. In his recent memoir, 
time, McConaughey turned down a whopping $14.5 million in 2010 to star in another rom-com vehicle, the name of which he didn't actually disclose. Almost immediately after this, the actor began starring in more worthy dramas such as Bernie, Killer Joe, Mud, Magic Mike, Dallas Buyers Club, for which he scooped the Oscar, and of course, The Wolf of Wall Street, before starring in Christopher Nolan's sci-fi tentpole, Interstellar. Though nobody could have blamed McConaughey for accepting the payday, artistic integrity won out and his career rebounded almost immediately. Number 5. Drew Barrymore Turned Down Showgirls Paul Verhoeven's Showgirls is one of the most infamous films ever made, an erotic drama blockbuster which tanked critically and commercially, ultimately being skewered for its unexpectedly campy tone and worst of all, a shambolic performance from Elizabeth Berkley in the lead role. Berkley, who was fresh off her squeaky clean role in Saved by the Bell, banked on the part of Naomi Malone kickstarting her movie career, but alas, she ended up with worst actress and worst new star Razzies for her trouble, and was then dropped by her agent and struggled to find a new one as much of Hollywood wouldn't return her calls. Ouch. The role was originally offered to a fleet of actresses before Berkeley took it, including an on-the-rise Drew Barrymore who ultimately turned it down due to being too uncomfortable with the amount of nudity required. It was certainly a good call as Barrymore's career skyrocketed almost immediately after, with memorable roles in the likes of Batman Forever, Scream, The Wedding Singer, and Never Been Kissed throughout the second half of the 90s. Berkeley's career conversely never recovered, such that her first major project in over a decade is an upcoming Saved by the Bell reunion series. Number 4. Charlie Hunnam Turned Down Fifty Shades of Grey Before Jamie Dornan was cast in the Fifty Shades of Grey franchise as tortured playboy Christian Grey, the part was offered to Charlie Hunnam, who actually initially accepted. Hunnam's casting was actually announced during the pre-production stages, but barely a month later, he departed the project due to scheduling conflicts with his hit TV series Sons of Anarchy. Hunnam, for the part, called quitting the project the worst professional experience of his life. But in retrospect, it was probably for the best, as while the Fifty Shades series was a huge commercial success, it also proved to be a major thorn in the side of Hunnam's replacement, Jamie Dornan, who could scarcely hide how much he loathed the spotlight that the franchise had shone on him. Dornan's a talented actor, but has struggled to escape the series' shadow in the years since it's wrapped up. While the other actor has enjoyed a diverse career working with revered filmmakers such as Gilmodo Toro, James Gray, Guy Ritchie, JC Chanda, and Justin Kurzel. Number 3. Kim Basinger Turned Down Boxing Helena The saga of Boxing Helena, the 1993 directorial debut of David Lynch's daughter Jennifer, is practically mythical in Hollywood, given the lengthy legal dispute which took place between the film's producers and original star Kim Basinger. Basinger agreed to appear in the film, though ultimately backed out after requested script revisions to make her titular protagonist more sympathetic were rejected. This led to Basinger being sued for pulling out, with the judge ruling that she had to pay $8.1 million in damages to the production. Basinger entered bankruptcy as a result, though ultimately the amount was revised to $3.8 million on appeal. As terrible as all of this might sound, it's still preferable to actually starring in the film, as the career of Basinger's replacement Cheryl Fenn ground to a halt almost immediately after Boxing Helena was released due to scathing reviews. Despite being a regular David Lynch alum, Fenn's high-profile offers quickly began to dry up, and her career has since largely 
been comprised of intermittent TV work and supporting film roles, often in indies. Conversely, Basinger's career rebounded from her bankruptcy a few years later, being cast in 1997's LA Confidential, for which she won a Best Supporting Actress Oscar. Though hardly an ideal situation for Basinger overall, in the end, she made it clear that she wouldn't be cowed into a project that her heart wasn't in. Number 2. Leonardo DiCaprio Turned Down the Star Wars Prequels Before Hayden Christensen was cast as Anakin Skywalker in the latter two Star Wars prequels, George Lucas sought out none other than Leonardo DiCaprio for the part. Despite meeting with Lucas, DiCaprio turned down the role and later said of his decision, I don't think I was ready for anything like that. I just didn't feel ready to take that dive at that point. This was obviously an incredibly smart call, given not only the highly divisive response to the entire prequel trilogy, but also the fact that Anakin actor Christensen has failed to escape the long shadow cast by that part ever since. Despite being a fine actor, I mean, what shattered glass if you don't believe it, Christensen has appeared in barely a dozen projects in the 15 years since, most of which have been poorly received genre films, many even going straight to video on demand. As for Leo, well, he became a serious actor during the years that the latter two Star Wars prequels were released, appearing in Gangs of New York, Catch Me If You Can, and The Aviator to considerable acclaim, even getting a Best Actor Oscar nod for the latter. Since then, it goes without saying that Leo has gone from strength to strength as a performer, yet had he signed on with George Lucas, who's to say how adversely his career would have been affected? And number one, Matt Damon turned down Daredevil. Though it's well known that Matt Damon turned down the lead role in Avatar that would have seen him net 10% of its 2.79 billion gross, which is $279 million if you're not aware, earlier in the decade he also passed on the role eventually accepted by his pal Ben Affleck in the form of Daredevil. Damon said this of his decision to turn it down. That's the comic we read when we were kids, but when that one came along I chickened out because I couldn't tell. I hadn't seen the director's work and I didn't know, so I just said no. Ben was like, I gotta do it. As we know, Daredevil was a critical and commercial disappointment, and the first in a string of high-profile duds for Affleck throughout the early 2000s, also including the likes of Paycheck, Jersey Girl, and Surviving Christmas. As a result, in 2010, he received a Razzie nomination for Worst Actor of the Decade. Damon, meanwhile, enjoyed tremendous success reinventing himself as an action hero in the Bourne franchise, while also starring in the Oceans franchise, working with acclaimed auteurs such as Terry Gillum and Martin Scorsese and even flexing his comedy chops in Stuck on You and that unforgettable Eurotrip cameo. Affleck eventually bounced back, of course, but Damon spared him quite the headache by letting his pal take the part instead. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.